From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Matt Doan, how are you doing? We're at the end of the year. How are you feeling? Yes, as you know, it's cliche to say it, but hard to believe that we've already reached the end of 2022. I know, and 2022 has been one of the longest years on record, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds funny, but feeling years. Like you were just talking about how it was a year ago, beginning of January, that we still were like putting on masks, the whole Omicron. Yes. Like, um, like wave was hitting us when I got COVID yes. was like almost a year ago, the beginning of 2022. Uh-huh. So that's like, you got it. Like when did you get COVID Jan- early January? Yeah. Like it was almost even uh, in between like Christmas and new year's. Mm-hmm. I think when I got exposed. Mm-hmm. So then was sick for the next week or so. Yep. I went down with COVID in June. Oh yeah. Um, so I had that. So that's right. When I, like right when I went on sabbatical, you right. like had, you were like had a class for a week and then you got COVID. Yep. I was, was sitting like... next to a guy who was, um, had flown in from London for, uh, a, mm. a, like this cohort I'm in and he was coughing on me the whole week and I'm like, Oh, oh I, I know I'm getting it. It's just a matter of time. I know I have it. And then sure enough, <laughs> yep. tested a couple days later, but I know, gosh, probably a lot of our listeners have gotten it multiple times. I feel for you on that. But I've been sick this week and you were, so we are in this like tiny little cave, like room upstairs in the worship center where we <laughs> recorded this podcast, podcast central. And the day I really like sort of started feeling sick was a week ago today Yes, on, um, and we were in this little room and and I was like, I, I think we left like, bro, I think I just, I don't know, man, I don't feel great. I got to go home. Right. And then, uh, I was, I've just been like sick straight for a week. I still feel pretty bad, <laughs> but you escaped that me coughing all over you in our tiny little cave. Yep. You know what the secret is? Oh, what? Gatorade. <laughs> the secret to what? <laughs> People are going to hear me wheezing and stuff on this episode. Oh, man. Jordan, if we could cut that out, just all of the, just cut the. <laughs> Well, that's like pretty much always my wheeze laugh. You can't like, you can't completely remove my wheeze <laughs> no, awkward laughter. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel not great. Yeah. <laughs> I, yesterday for church, dude, I like went up on stage. I did, I did like the advent candle moment mm-hmm. and then I did the closing of the service. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this strange sort of lightheaded, not sure what's going on. Like, you know, where you feel a little bit drugged. I was definitely like on Dayquil, um, <laughs> where you feel like a little bit like, I don't know, just off when yeah. you're feeling sick, like you feel yeah. a little drugged almost or something. And I felt like you're like, kind of watching yourself talk. Yes. Yes. Kind of outside myself, but very slow. My brain is just moving very slowly. And I felt like I walked off stage and I was like, what did I just say? <laughs> I have no idea what I just did up there. Well, this might be the good time to tell you, you actually brought a blowtorch up onto the platform. Are you aware of this? <laughs> while I was feeling like, like that's, maybe it was not a good idea to have a blowtorch while no, not it feeling got great. a great reaction. Yeah, it was, was so good, good because was you good. know we'd had a Advent mishap the week before <laughs> yes, where one yes. of the lighters wouldn't start as we lit the four candles. Do you think this happens in churches around the world? Oh, just... guaranteed. <laughs> but that's why they use like some incense that's been burning for a thousand years okay, or whatever. Question on that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, week three of Advent, you couldn't light the, one of the candles, Mm -hmm. but one of the candles had already been lit. Why didn't you take the can? I was thinking this from my seat. Why didn't you take the candle that was already lit and then light the other three? I've got a reason. Okay. Tell me these super, they're like wide candles. Uh They're not tapered. So like a, a candle that goes up to a point, these like the flames like in it. So I would be like having to like shove it down. (laughs) 
like pushing it way it, it wouldn't like i couldn't get yeah. the flame to the other wick right do you know what i'm saying because it's like dug out in the middle yes so i thought about it and plus those things are like super um kind of janky up there like the way they're sitting up there is like yeah. uh, i was scared if i took them off then i wouldn't be, like, put it back on it would fall or something yeah. okay that, yeah i get that there's a lot going on up there you guys there's well, a lot we're dealing with. this is, is a complicated thing we're <laughs> doing here well i was speaking in week three of advent uh i was teaching <laughs> yes. and one of our fellow pastors love this guy tim nellis got up really quickly and started walking forward Mm-hmm. And it threw me off just for a second as I'm in mid sentence. I thought, oh, I bet the advent candles on or the or advent wreaths on fire. Yeah. He's coming up to like knock it out. But um, no, he just was making the turn to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> <laughs> I did see him get up, and I was I remember being concerned about that. It was like, very quick. It was on. a very quick yeah. motion. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, the security might take you out if you do too quick of a motion towards stage. <laughs> you might get taken out by somebody, so you should be careful. Well, yeah. You don't know what Rick Bergstrom's capable of. <laughs> One of our security guys. We probably shouldn't say his name. It's top secret. Oh, yeah. No, he's like a public one. Like, it's fine. He's not a secret, secret, secret one. Okay. <laughs> so you're like, but you're like, you're playing hurt right now. You're like 60% for this podcast. Definitely 60%. If that's a, like, that's a high number. So I'm sorry. My yeah, brother. I was literally just since last Monday when we like, yeah, we're recording this on a Monday. I guess we weren't, we we're going to keep it timeless and I just forgot and we didn't keep right. it timeless. You, you're sick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I've been, yeah, essentially just in bed other than, mm-hmm. so we had our whole family. I think we, I said this last time, but my whole family was coming over on Saturday, like 25 people were hosting. Mm-hmm. So I was just like. I was just doing shots of night. I mean, Dayquil like oh, all so you day, did just like eventually pounding Dayquil. Yeah. yeah, we did host them on Saturday. So I mean, I've been like, I don't think I was contagious or anything because it had been like a weekend already. But I just still was feeling bad. Yeah, and uh, it's just like, but you know, it's like your family's Christmas thing. You're not just gonna cancel it because you don't feel good. You just right. gotta like gotta go for it. So, at what point do you go to the doctor? <sighs> You've been talking to B. <laughs> B thinks I should already be going to the doctor, but I'm just not wanting to wait in the long lines at urgent cares and stuff uh, like that. But whatever, maybe I can make an appointment. Listeners, write us in at podcast at oh Should Eric go to the doctor? He's been sick for a week. And I have a chesty cough, which is like, and I have a history of bronchitis. And there's like things going around right now that are, do I have like RSV or something? You know, I don't know. What? Stop. I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah, you're laughing at my pain. It's nervous laugh. See, guys, this is what Matt done. No, it's nervous this laugh. Is, Matt Doan's mean to me, you guys. No, no, it's nervous <laughs> laugh. <laughs> no, hoping you feel better. Yeah. We got a um, yeah, great end of the year scheduled here at Calvary. That's right. Want, want you to be part of it all. That's right. We're very excited for you to be part of that whenever you are listening. But if you are listening before our Christmas candlelight services, we do have services on the 23rd at 7 p.m., 24th at 4 o'clock p.m. So that's the Christmas candlelight services, which are epic. Um, and then we also have the 25th here at 9 o'clock a.m. on Christmas Sunday morning. So I've been thinking about this. This has been, have you seen this like a controversy going around? Yes. Uh, people like are mad that some churches aren't doing church on yep. Christmas Day. And then those churches that aren't doing church on Christmas Day are like getting mad at the people for being too judgmental hmm. against them for not stuff like like it's a it's a twitter storm <laughs> yeah it's it does feel like in my little sphere of my world that's about 50 50 50 percent of churches aren't meeting right on christmas day about 50 percent of churches i know are meeting yep 
So there's so one, why, are, why are we meeting there? Well, I do believe that we should meet every Sunday. Like I have a value mm-hmm. that it's like meet on Lord's day. Mm-hmm. You know, we remember, essentially we remember the resurrection every Sunday yeah. by celebrating like on Sunday and worship together. Right. Yeah. So I, I believe in that. I don't think you have to be legalistic that you're a bad person. If you don't, let's mm-hmm. say, I mean, I don't necessarily attend church every Sunday, even myself as a mm-hmm. pastor, like mm-hmm. um, even if I'm on vacation or something, I might not go. But, um, so I'm not saying be legalistic, but it's interesting. Like there's some churches too that are, you know, they're, they're like a church plant that meets in a school and the school isn't, you know, yeah, there's some logistics. Yeah, to it. yeah. Isn't available or the place, you know, the place that they meet is not going to be available or open for them on mm-hmm. Christmas day. Now, um, should you like meet in homes or should you whatever? Right. One thing I think is kind of interesting is there's people like, is Christmas a family day or a day of worship. Like Mm -hmm. it's an interesting thing that this has brought up. Mm -hmm. I think that is Christmas take away the legalism. Just let's just make this a discussion. So take away like guilt. I'm not like, take away all that. Just like, let's just have a discussion for the sake of like an interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. Is Christmas day a family holiday or is it a Christian holiday? Mm -hmm. Um, Cause a lot of people, I think that would argue, Oh, people don't say Merry Christmas anymore at the store. And then they're like, I'm not going to church on Christmas because it's a family holiday, you know, like the same person. Oh, and funny. you're like, Hey, like, yeah, which is it? Like, Hey, put the Christ back in Christmas, you know, uh, huh. it's not family miss. Yeah. Um, so it's, it is interesting because I think it's sort of morphed into a bit more of a family holiday in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 You're really right. What do you think? Um, I mean, or just thoughts on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I think it'd be great. Give if your it, opinion. I think it'd be great if it's both, right? So of I course. think um, I think it's the idea that we give first fruits to Christ. So yes. Christ is our priority. Yes. Um, I mean, it says in the Gospels that you're compared to your devotion to Christ that <laughs> you hate your family. Yeah. Um, uh, now Jesus isn't saying when he said that that you should actually hate your family, but in right. comparison to your devotion to Him, yeah. and so I think there's a sense that yeah. If, if the two are in competition, again, not to be legalistic, but yeah, we, we should worship. But mm-hmm. hopefully you can do that within the context of family. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's a whole other question of can worship. Worship doesn't only happen within the sanctuary Yeah, I think that's church. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, because, yeah, next next year, 2023, we'll have Christmas on a Monday or Tuesday. I haven't really <laughs> I know, looked I that forget far ahead. Too, but, yeah. but it'll be during the week. It won't be a, a, like a what we call the Lord's Day. Yeah. So we won't necessarily go to church that day. Right. Although there's some denominations that they have a Christmas service every Christmas. Like it doesn't matter if it's on a yeah. Sunday or a Wednesday, they meet. I saw this argument that I liked. It said, uh, <laughs> these people said, you know, actually, according to the way the Jewish day works is the day starts in the early evening <laughs> of the night before. True. So our Christmas Eve service is our Christmas day service. That's a. That's a Torah drop. That's a Torah drop. My drop, Torah drop. <laughs> Jesus juke. Um, yeah, yeah that's it's good. amazing. Yeah, you so, could argue that. So yeah, that there's. I liked. I kind of liked. At least they were going. I'm sure they thought of that after they decided they <laughs> yeah, weren't meeting. But totally. um, but I liked that. Like, hey, a Christmas Eve service is on the day when right. you think of the Hebrew way yeah. of saying a day. Yeah, and our our little family, we try we try to make it a worshipful <laughs> Christmas day. At least in yeah. how we've done traditions, we'll typically read Luke two um, on Christmas day. Uh, before we do anything else, we'll yeah. pray together. Um, but I would say that's probably more the first fruits than the flavor of the day, because right. then the day becomes kind of about enjoying food together, mm-hmm. opening presents together, maybe going over to a family member's house mm-hmm. later in the day. 
Um, so yeah, it is, it's a little bit of a, like a, it's a great question. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's interesting. And I, I think it's like, whether it, again, I'm not trying to get people to feel guilty about their current practice, but yeah. maybe if it just gets you to think about your practice a little bit yeah, and, and just have that conversation, even with you, between you and the Lord and mm-hmm. like, okay, God, I want to like, just, even if it's like some sort of like spiritual practice of, mm-hmm. of, of remembering throughout the day, like a practice of the presence of God kind of thing of like mm-hmm. remembering throughout the day of like what, what you're doing. Yeah. Maybe remembering as you open presence, even just to yourself, not giving some speech to everybody, yeah. but just saying, Oh, we're giving gifts to remember that this is like either gifts to Jesus's mm-hmm. birthday or mm-hmm. gifts of the Magi, whatever, you know, yeah. like that these are gifts of gratitude to the Lord, yeah. uh, to our family for like for what he's done for us yeah i love that i don't know stuff like that maybe just like little moments of remembrance Mm -hmm. and um so i'd encourage you guys like if you know hey if you feel like worshiping with us here at calvary is we love it it's going to be yeah if that's we'd love that if that's going to be a good addition to like what you do that morning to help you remember and it's like an every seven year reminder to your family like hey this is what we do you Mm -hmm. know we 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 go we worship this Mm -hmm. is this is a, a day about jesus not like just a family holiday where we get presents and food. Yeah. So, but, if, but if like, I would say the thing I would tell you to be almost like legalistic about <laughs> is do something mm-hmm. that's like honoring Christ and remembering yeah. Christ. And, and again, that can be with your, if you have kids, that can be if you're single at home or just like, if it's, you know, just with a few friends, whatever. If you want to make a cake, sing happy birthday to yes, Jesus. Yes. Yes. My, do you guys, because my in-laws do that. <laughs> no, we don't. No, you don't do that? Yeah. So my in-laws fully do, like, they do the birthday Jesus cake <laughs> and, like, all the kids, like, sing happy birthday and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cute. But, um, yeah, that was never part of my family's deal. I did have someone suggest that we do that at the um, Christmas tree lighting. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm all for cake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think they didn't understand how much we were doing at that. That's already very Jesus focused. Yeah. I think they just thought it was kind of like a tree lighting. Oh, thing. I see. Yeah. You yeah. know, but it's very Jesus focused. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, so that's coming up. And then if you're listening to this before, yeah, Christmas events can be super exciting. If you're listening to this after Christmas, maybe you've had a week off and you're in the yeah. middle of a week off and we just hope that you can even just be intentional about that and having yep. some times of Sabbath, some rest, being present with God, being present with the people that God's placed in your life. It's a really cool week to do that. Absolutely. And we're having church on New Year's Day, which is even yes. like wilder maybe, yes. right? So we'll have we'll have gone three weeks in a row where we did church on with the greatest World Cup final of all time. I wouldn't know. Because <laughs> you were preaching during the time. You couldn't even be the guy with their phone on their lap like me. <laughs> But, um, you, you know, you, you had, you were straight wait, preaching. Wait, what did you say? Nothing. I didn't hear myself say anything. <laughs> but, so literally just rewind that people. Yeah. Just, just rewind, rewind the last you, 10 do seconds. What you gotta do. Um, but that people are literally saying that was the greatest world cup final match of all time. It is going to be the most watched television event I think of all time wow. happened like during your sermon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, what's crazy. Like we would never have church during the super bowl, right? We would never have church during the actual, actual playing of the super bowl. Cause well, we'd, we'd be like, okay, Oof. that's a great question. What if the super bowl was at 9am and they we had a normal service? I think we would. I think we still would. Yeah. Dude, it would be so empty. It'd be crazy. <laughs> so imagine though, if you were like in a, a culture that the World Cup is, yeah. which is 
pretty much every other country in the world other than the United right, States right. where the World Cup is the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. We're bigger than the Super Bowl. So it's kind of wild to think about. Yeah, so then is. it went. So World Cup final, then Christmas Day, then New Year's Day are our three Sundays in a yep. row. Yep. Um, but New Year's Day, I'm excited because we have this new tradition here at Calvary mm-hmm. where every year we talk about um, love, first love. Mm-hmm. So the first thing, our first resolution that we have for the year is to love, love God, love mm-hmm. others. And so we'll be being reminded of that this year and, and every year. I want us to be, that's what we start with. It's kind of like our, our, uh, our, our first Sunday of the year. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. So since the first is our first Sunday of the year this yeah. year, yeah. Uh, other years it's like the seventh or something. You right. know? And there's something <laughs> special too. I encourage it. Maybe good night, good morning to invite people. I know it sounds funny on new year's day, Yeah, but the gyms are going to be packed. I was talking to somebody last week and I'm like, Oh, are you still doing that weightlifting thing? And they're like, Oh, I kind of, kind of got off that program, but Starting the new year, I'm back into yes, it. So exactly. I think a lot of people, you know, not only are trying to be better physically, yeah. but also spiritually. So maybe that's even the window to invite people like, hey, come, yeah. come join me in church. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, maybe it'll help prevent some people from drinking too much the night before, too. You know, <laughs> yeah, some friends that you're concerned about, you're like, hey, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it is an interesting, like, transition for probably a lot of people what do you, you could be inviting. What do you typically do on New Year's Eve? Is, you, is it different every year? We're big clubbers. We go hit clubs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> ever since our, ever since we had little kids, we just hit the clubs, <laughs> discotheque. Marie and I have always. There's this <laughs> movie from the '80s called uh, When Harry Met Sally, and they like on New Year's Eve, they're dressed up. Guys in a tuxedo, oh, she's in a fancy dress, and they go to this big, big ballroom yeah. and do like fancy dancing. And Marie and I are always like, oh, that one year, I know. one year we should just totally find somewhere to dress up and do something like that. The closest we ever experienced was we went to a wedding. Steve and Jessica Regal, oh. happy anniversary to you. On but New we Year's went Eve? to their wedding on, on, yeah, on New Year's Eve. And that was pretty fun because everyone dressed up. But was it over by like eight or nine? I or think something? no. I think it went. It till went till midnight. midnight. Yeah. Whoa. So that was pretty great. But I can't think of anything. Most worse. years were <laughs> <laughs> in the last. I'd say the last five to ten years. Sorry, I'm dying. Our entire home has been asleep by 10 p.m. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's incredible. I know. Yeah, we just hang out with some close friends. Um, huh. Yeah. Not. Yeah, people a little closer than you are to me. <laughs> we already discussed this. You have not invited me to anything. We've already discussed. Right. Yeah, you're right. you're in more trouble than me. So anyway, I invited you to my party. That's true. I, <laughs> I the the friendship. There's if there's an owing right yes, now, it's exactly. on this exactly. side. Yes, exactly. the Doan side. But um, no. yeah. So just make it. You just just low something key. chill, low key. Just yeah, you don't go anywhere. A few friends. Um, yeah. Not like we'll go to their house. Do you eat anything special? Uh. Typically, yeah. So a couple of things we've done that were special is like um, with these friends is uh, something called raclette. Have you uh, ever heard of raclette? No, I never have. So you've heard of fondue probably. Mm-hmm. So it is another Swiss type cheese experience. Hmm. And it has these little trays. It's so funny how these are like tools to do things like with the fondue where you dip with the forks into the cheese. Yeah. So raclette, um, at least this kind of raclette, is where you take little trays and you put like some like meat or vegetables you can cook like meat and vegetables on the top and then yeah. under on this burner on the top. And then underneath it, you put these trays that have like egg and cheese or, or oh, whatever. Wow. Or you can just like melt cheese onto stuff like yeah. on these little trays. Yeah. And then you just make your own little like snackies, like little. Whoa. So there's like vegetables, meat, potatoes, cheese. And it's, That's cool. And then the way raclette works, like in when I was in Switzerland, they'll take like this huge like wheel uh-huh. and they'll burn like the whole, like they'll cut a wheel of cheese. So imagine like a wheel of cheese. Uh-huh cut it in half 
So then you you burn it down, like melt it, and then they scrape all that melted cheese off of half the wheel <laughs> and just scrape it onto your plate, onto wow. like a bunch of potatoes. It's a cool thing. Yeah, Rick, that Rick is like, just leaving the whole experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we did huh. like, these guys had like a little raclette machine thing, yeah. and you just like do that. And sometimes we've done like roast beef and, uh-huh. you know, that kind of like prime ribby kind of, it's not prime rib, but like yeah. roast, roast and Yorkshire pudding and stuff Oh, that's like that. fun. That's really fun. How about you? Yeah, I, I mean, we usually, I think we usually have like a more intentional meal that yeah, night, but I can't yeah. remember if there's anything like traditional that we do. Yeah. I do though, as you're saying, Raclette, I think I invented something this morning. Oh, I'm excited this about morning. this. So John Sherman gave me this wonderful loaf of raisin bread that oh, he yeah. gets from Julian in San Diego every year. Didn't we, I think we talked about this bread. Maybe we have. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah. So I toasted it this morning for one of my kids getting ready for school and it popped out of the toaster, but we were in different rooms. Yeah. So I came back and now the toast is not as hot anymore. Oh, yeah. And then I get the butter from the refrigerator. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this right now. I'm but I get the butter from the refrigerator. It's cold. Yes. So you slap the butter on that. That was the on the motion, cold bread. On the bread that's now cooling. Cooling. And it's not melting. And I'm okay. like, oh no, what am I going to do? New idea. Uh huh. I put the toaster button down. So now it's like heating up, and I put the toast on top of the. Just toast top of the toaster. Not so now into it's like, it. yeah, so it's not like getting black or it's not like burning, but it's uh-huh. just getting it, the bread warm. warm and it melted the butter. <laughs> yes, I, I get it. I get it. So if you, that's just our free tip for today. If you are looking for ways to, it's a good cooking tip, like I like don't get cooking just, tips. Or you just put it in your microwave, I guess. No, 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 because I'll get soggy. Well, no, no, you put like a little dish with butter. Zap it for oh, five oh, seconds. Oh, I thought you were seconds. saying the bread and the oh, butter. Oh no 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 no. Okay yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, there yeah, a yeah. is there a good way to heat bread in a microwave? Not really. No. Yeah, it'll always make it like a weird consistency. Well, with pizza, sometimes I'll get I'll just wet a little paper towel, put it over the pizza. That does help. It takes some of the moisture. I do that with like almost like almost anything. I yeah. Put, like do like a wet paper towel. Yeah. yeah. Unless it needs to be crispy, you know. But yeah. like yeah, it's the key. I did get some. Uh, I got gifted some tamales yesterday Whoa. by somebody in the church. Oh, cool. Yeah, which was very exciting. Yeah. And so went straight home, made lunch of those tamales after church. <laughs> and uh, that's key is a, if you're going to microwave, reheat them is a very, very wet paper, paper towel. towel. You wrap it in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> cooking tips. You guys didn't know, you didn't know what you're going to get today with this sort of year end episode. You never know. You never know. We. The funny thing is you never know because we never know. We, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, should we read a, a listener email? Yep. Let's do that. And then we're going to do some urine lists, I believe. We are going to do some urine lists. I'm very excited about that. I got to make sure I enunciate so it doesn't sound like I'm saying urine lists. Year <laughs> <laughs> end. All right. Uh, the subject line, um, this is from Ben Harris. Uh, we love okay. Ben Harris. Yeah, says, the subject line says, I got bored with the pod. <laughs> But then I listened to the last 10 episodes straight, and now I care again. <laughs> so, hey, if you're getting bored of the pod, just listen to 10 in a row. Just immerse, <laughs> just a deep immersion into the pod. Uh, that's just the subject line. It's a very long subject line, by the way. Yeah, you squeeze that all in. Huh? Yeah. Dear Calvary Life Pod, this is Ben Harris, Calvary member, ex-Calvary staffer, and former Godjoy white elephant re-gifter, recently turned Godjoy pages wrapping paper enthusiast. Thanks for the tip, Don. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> so that was uh, in reference to last week's episode um, that Don used pages of Godjoy, my book, um, for wrapping paper, which is not nice, but it's fine. 
<laughs> says, I was going to list my favorite musicals written by Randy Harris, since that's his father. But honestly, I just couldn't narrow it down to only five. So I'll just <laughs> stick to listener book recommendations. And I'd like to recommend John Mark Comer's Live No Lies. It's huh. so good at using the Bible to establish a way of living that leads to life. Okay. He makes the case that truth is just another word for reality. And reality does not bend to our wishes or feelings. He then suggests that following Jesus's way of living slash rhythms of life practices is the best way to align yourself with truth, a.k.a. reality. A line that stuck with me from this section of the book is this. When you go against the grain of reality, you get splinters. Hmm. Um, so he uh, says, keep up the top notch podcasting. Wow. So I have not read Live No Lies. I've read a couple other Comer books that I really enjoyed. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you have you read Live No Lies. Well, I listened to it on audio. Does that count? Yeah, that counts. Okay. Yeah. I do like to. I like when someone distinguishes the fact that they. I appreciate listened that. to it. I appreciate that as well. But I also don't judge it. But it also feels weird when they say I read it. Yeah. I don't know why. It just it could be a traditionalist in me. Yeah. Maybe it's a judgmental. Well, I would say for my own self, when I listen to an audio even podcast or a book, yeah. it has like seventy percent of my attention. Because I'm oh. usually doing something else. Mm-hmm. I'm driving or I'm doing chores or something. Yeah, yeah. So so typically when I'm reading, that's all I'm doing, obviously. So I feel like I get like 70% comprehension when I'm listening to a book. And maybe that's just because of my age I or Counter- my own. Counterpoint to this, though, is that with... Because I often don't listen to nonfiction books like mm-hmm. like this, like Live No Lies by John Mark Comer or, so, or something like that. I don't listen to them because I don't want to read every word and when you listen you can't like skim over parts true so i usually like to read nonfiction. i skim over parts yeah go ahead but you can speed it up you can speed it up that's true you totally can speed it up so that does help actually i would highly recommend doing that with this podcast (laughs) (laughs) maybe today's too i'm like so just do just put it on 1.5 today and this will be (laughs) 1.5 would be so fast probably Let's let's talk really fast. Then they would mess up that one point five. Amazing! Oh my gosh, I can't believe they do that. Did you guys just speed it up? Whoa! <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, it's really no. Bad. That's a good book recommendation. I, I think yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Ben, for that. I think um, I'm not sure if I like the rest of the email, but wait, uh, no, oh, no. Read the rest. What does it say? No, no. I mean the beginning stuff oh. with the God Joy. <laughs> God joy is a part of, I feel like God joy has been part of too many white elephant gifts around here at Calvary this, uh, this year. Hey, if whatever it takes for someone to buy one, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. Yeah. So anyway, it's probably mostly they were with like a Calvary staff member that was given one for free. <laughs> so that, that was kind of a good segue to boy highlights of 2022, but the Lord allowed you to produce and. Oh, distribute yeah. a book in 2022. I know. Pretty excited about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. It was a huge life goal and a mm-hmm. message that had been in my heart. And so that was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, I definitely would feel like if it comes to some sort of like, if you're thinking of like career accomplishments or something mm-hmm. for me, that was like mm-hmm. definitely like the thing up there on, on like a, on a list of those sort of things for yeah. Probably like my life, even of like career accomplishment kind yeah. of things, you know? So, yeah, that was cool. That was, that was very a good great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was this year. That was this year. It feels year. like that was a long time ago. I know. It really does. Huh. So what'd you do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You'll be like, I just sat <laughs> the grieving person and just was present with them. I Which practiced is, you know, Sabbath. Such a Jesus joke. I practiced yeah, yeah. Sabbath. Yeah. 
Um, no, a couple highlights if I could even ask myself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one, just personal notes, but my sister had, and her husband had twins this year, mm. and they've been wanting to have kids for a long time. It's been something that we've joined in praying with them, and a lot of our family's been really involved in this process, and yeah. so it was really exciting for them to um, give birth and just was holding these two little guys just yesterday at our house. It was oh, so fun. Cool. So that was super huge highlight. Do they and live down here now? Yeah. One of my sisters lives in Costa Mesa. That, oh, yeah. That one oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. I knew that, I knew that. I knew so that was great. And then my parents had their 50th wedding anniversary last Friday. Oh, I saw so that. So that was super meaningful. We actually had all the siblings um, come into town over the summer, mm. and we did kind of a weekend with them, and that was That's pretty cool. significant. Yeah. Um, can you just say some things to my parents that maybe I didn't even know if I'd be able to say to them un- until their funerals, right? But getting mm. to say it to them in that moment because you guys really, had some like speeches and yeah, stuff. yeah yeah just some time to kind of that's speak cool. into that so that was cool that's really and then cool. marie and i 20 years 20 years we've been married so and i just like her yeah. i really like her like, <laughs> there you go she's amazing and just i so feel like good. we're in a sweet season right now so that that th- those three things are highlights personally right like totally, birth, totally seeing my niece and nephew parents 50th our 20th yeah and then just working here. This has been a fun year. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. hasn't been without its challenges. Yeah. I think we've all experienced hard things. Yep. But man, getting to be on this staff. Yeah. It's been awesome. Getting to walk with the people of Calvary. Yeah. It's like such a privilege. Absolutely. It is a super privilege to be here. I know. I felt like this year, like I felt like even the sabbatical kind of like rekindled my mm-hmm. like love for the people of Calvary and like the staff team here at Calvary mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was cool. Like it just felt like even with our elder, we had a retreat with our elders and some, a few of our pastors mm-hmm. and then a retreat with our pastoral staff. And it just felt like, like God was really just bonding us all together as like true family, which mm-hmm. has been cool. I think we all have been through like a lot of hard things together now in the mm-hmm. sense of like these last for everybody, for all of you out there listening, like in the, through all the COVID season and all that was like a challenge for all of us. But like, you kind of start coming out of some real challenging seasons and then you feel like, okay, you know, it's that sort of like whatever that war bonding band of brothers kind of yeah. thing is, you know? So I think that was cool. And then B and I had our 25th anniversary Let's this go. summer, which was so great. And yeah. that was huge. And yeah, the fact that we still like actually like each other yeah. and enjoy being together uh, is like, and, and that's like, like I, you kind of say it jokingly, but like, actually that's like really cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. seriously, really wonderful. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So let's get into some lists. All right. So again, to remind you listener, this is where Eric prepares lists, spends days thinking about his answers and then throws me the list live in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about podcasts. Favorite podcast. Favorite podcast you listen to. Okay. 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 So it doesn't have to be Christian. Okay. So don't like get caught up and it has to be like, make yourself look holy. You know, <laughs> you're just going to list a bunch of things that make you look really good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you, do you listen to a broad spectrum of podcasts or do you listen to like mostly like churchy type ones or something? <laughs> I feel like you're making a statement with that. <laughs> so, I listen to churchy type ones, but I don't only listen to churchy type ones. I would say it's mostly churchy, but I also have some weird ones that probably you would never guess. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to you go first. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it's hard to narrow it down to five. 
but I think we could like get like just even five like together. Like we don't need to. I mean, it could be like a top ten list with our ours combined. So like I have okay. five, you have five, but okay. I mean, yeah, we can go from there. All right. Well, number one obviously is Calvary Life. Yeah, duh, the Calvary Life podcast. <laughs> um, uh, second on my, or can I say another one? Yeah. Um, I love, and probably most of your listeners haven't heard of this one, mm-hmm. but I know that you've heard of it, Eric, because we talk about it, but mm-hmm. I love the Ron podcast. Yes. Wrong podcast. W-R-O-N-G. Yes. That is by Tim McMahon. Uh-huh. You, go ahead. Go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. So Jeez. Tim actually is a, a good friend of ours. Um, went to college with him. Um, he's a graphic designer by day. He's got some Calvary connection by marriage too. Yep. He's connected to several people here, but, but he just, I like the way he thinks he challenges me. He brings up current events that I maybe haven't thought about. And he's just, just really does a good podcast. It's about an hour long. It's just him talking, no guests or anything. Yeah. But I just find myself thoroughly intrigued, entertained every time I listen to it. Mm -hmm. Well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, I'll go with I'll I'll start with some uh, good Christiany type ones. <laughs> There's one called Theology in the Raw. Mm-hmm. Theology in the Raw by Preston Sprinkle. Yes. So Preston Sprinkle is a guy that's willing to dive into some very complicated and difficult issues, mm-hmm. especially around gender and sexuality <laughs> um, and faith. So mm-hmm. how faith, gender, and sexuality stuff like all combine. And he has like very interesting, challenging conversations with people that are transgender mm-hmm. or queer or gay, um, people that are like gay celibate Christians, like so lots of like really challenging, interesting stuff. And mm-hmm. so he really says, he's like, I'm not trying to talk to anybody that's going to be an easy conversation. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to have these kinds of hard conversations yeah. and he's trying to wrestle about all those sorts of issues. So I think it's like pretty intriguing and helpful. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that you're going to agree with like, especially with, as we talk about any of this stuff, right? We're not saying here that we agree with hundred percent of what these people say all the time. Yes. Um, but, uh, but I think that's a, a really interesting one. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, hmm. that's, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's you, good. You got another one? Here? Yeah. I'm trying to debate here. Cause I do listen to some, like, I think they'd be more like pastor centric podcasts that I'm not sure our listeners would really you sure, sure, Love. sure, sure. Like just a couple to rattle off is Crafting Character, who yeah. I know is one of your mentors, Steve Carter. Yep. I love though he interviews pastors on just even kind of behind the scenes of how they prepare a message. Yep. And but really understanding that character feeds into your preaching. Yep. Obviously, but yep. a lot of times that's been forgotten in our exactly, modern exactly. church culture. So I I love. I'm always inspired by him. And another one too. Again, I don't know if it's going to help our listeners. But um, is by Glenn Packiam, who's now the new pastor in Costa Mesa of a church called Rock Harbor. So um, he has one called The Resilient Pastor. Okay. And he interviews different pastors on kind of spiritual formation and, and how they lead um, yeah. and yet also maintain their relationship with God. And he always, at the end, he always prays uh, for the listeners. I think it's always like touches me. It's like, it does. It's always like, oh, it's good. It's so, so funny because you're, this is the way you and I are wired. If somebody does like a prayer on a podcast like that, I'm always just yeah. like, Oh boy, I don't know, man. That feels inauthentic to me. But then you're like such a sucker I love for that. It. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that you've mentioned a couple of things that won't be helpful for our listeners. Um, <laughs> we can go ahead and just fast forward those last ten seconds. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I would have probably said crafting character as well. Like it's if you are curious about like the craft, the art, and the 
Yeah. Um, and even the, the art in the heart could have been like another way of yeah. like yeah. <laughs> another title for that's that. It's not it. quite as good as crafting character, but that's kind <laughs> of what it is, is both the art of preaching and the heart yeah. behind preaching. So, mm-hmm. um, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are good ones. Um, I do like, it's hard cause I think it bums me out about podcasts sometimes. It's like, you'll like this like sports podcast, but then yeah. they just like cuss all the time. Yeah. You know? And sometimes that's like, uh, it's like hard to recommend. Right. Like I do like this Ryan Rosillo one that I've mentioned uh-huh, before. So uh-huh. I like listening to like his life advice thing. That's why I wanted to try and make a life advice segment. <laughs> <laughs> and, just didn't work for and us. And sometimes things are funny and, but like sometimes it's just like, ah, why do they have to like, right. I don't, I don't know. So you have to just have some discernment with yep. some of that with podcasts can be hard, but yep. I do like his sports takes and stuff. Yeah. I actually think he's kind of interesting. Yeah. So, and, and sort of that same disclaimer. So something I listen to almost every day mm-hmm. is, uh, the daily oh, and right. it's through the New York times. And again, as soon as I say the word New York times, it's going to be like, people are going to be like, what? Yeah, exactly. But I listened to this for a couple of reasons. One is their coverage on Ukraine has been super interesting. Yep. Yep. And so it's really helped me understand they go on the streets with people in the Ukraine. They even go to Russia and interview people there. Yeah. I feel like it's just given me a little bit better on the ground perspective of what's happening there. Yep. Yep. And then just even today, they did a whole recap on the World Cup and how the World Cup will impact um, maybe soccer's future as well as even just the, the like, countries that were involved. And that was so interesting to me right. was saying the idea that Morocco made it to the final four of the World Cup but that it lined up Africa, the entire continent of Africa and the Middle East. Yes. They were all rooting for Morocco, Morocco because the they kind of represent both. Yeah, yeah, and it exactly. made me start thinking of like, whoa, I wonder if that's one day, <laughs> even like thinking like a um like in apocalypse like thinking, like, huh. is that how the world will be aligned? There'll be like this kind of uh-huh. um Middle Eastern African nation that will line up like kind of under some type of heading Ooh. of Arab Muslim war. I don't know. I was just starting thinking through that. So maybe Antichrist is one yeah, of these. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm leaning towards. Oh, in our Antichrist discussion. Is a I like soccer this. player on Morocco. Yeah, maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's Akeem Ziyech. Yeah. There's a like a, there's a guy that plays for Chelsea, my favorite soccer team that's on the Morocco team. Uh-huh. So anyway, okay, going. yeah, that's funny. So anyways, I listened to that, and also on the radio, I listened at times to NPR. Um, and again, both of those you have to have such a grid on. Yeah. Because for example, also. Um, um, the daily last week talked about how, um, you know, all the reasons that abortion is helping the world. And it's like, okay, that's right. such a loaded, totally, <laughs> like totally bias, unbiblical point right. of view. Right. But even then it helps me understand yep. someone that I run into a coffee shop. Maybe that's what their cultural yep. thinking is, is I know. applying. So again, got to have a little bit of discernment in some of yep. those things. I, I used to do this thing where I would listen to the daily and then i would listen to the daily wire like huh. i'd listen to ben shapiro afterwards yeah. so i'd listen to those two things just to get a sense of like okay what is kind of a little bit left of center take and what's yeah. a little bit right of center take yeah and neither one of them is like the polar extreme yeah on you know but like they're both kind of like getting a little bit of a different mm-hmm. um take mm-hmm. i remember i was like looking for different podcasts that were like oh, are there are there podcasts where it has like a guy on the left, a guy on the right, and a guy, a centrist. That would or, be interesting, or, yeah. Or a woman, a man or a woman. Yeah. Like, just a, a person on, on, like, and then they're, they're having a discussion. And I could find a couple, but they just weren't good. But mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I was wishing I could find something. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, a left-right-center podcast would be kind of cool, That right? would be really interesting. And maybe we should start that. Yeah. Yeah. Which one would you be? Just kidding. <laughs> I think we all know. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. A couple more? Yeah, maybe a couple more. Um, is this helpful? Is this helpful to anybody? I don't know. It's not 
It's just an end of the year list. It's All not right. like, I mean, let's not think about how helpful it really is. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I like the these podcasts like the Ringer F1 and the Ringer FC podcast that are like Ringer F1 is like a total Formula One podcast. Formula One. And then Ringer FC is a soccer podcast that I like. That I just like stuff. I don't know. I've got I like a total like bought into the Ringer. When do you network. listen to those? So I listen to podcasts either driving mm-hmm. or doing chores mm-hmm. or running or riding my bike mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so those are like the main times i actually okay. listen to that kind of stuff yeah yeah how about That's you good. you yeah for me it's usually just in the car or yeah. like doing chores yeah. chores is like my favorite thing because it makes mm-hmm. chores so much less like terrible yeah <laughs> that's true have you ever listened to revisionist history yes i do like that one although um my brothers told me that this last season was really good it was interesting but i didn't listen to any of it yeah yeah it was very interesting um yeah so malcolm gladwell yeah malcolm gladwell's podcast very interesting so he'll like deep dive into certain subjects that are not something you'd even be thinking about mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's very, very interesting podcast. Like mm-hmm. I highly recommend. And it's not like, um, there's no, it's typically like there wouldn't be anything like moral or immoral about it. It's, mm-hmm. it's like more like interesting stuff, yeah. you know? So yeah. One on that line too is how I built this by Guy Raz. Oh yeah. I used to that. It's like this idea of like entrepreneurs, like mm-hmm. founder of Chipotle, like how did Chipotle start? How did Home Depot start? And this yeah. is kind of like interesting stories of totally you know, great thinking, but also just some really fortunate circumstances to yes, yes. launch these huge global brands. He always asked them like, um, what was like, was it luck yeah. or was it, I forget how yeah, he words it's that always question. interesting how they, they answer that question. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people admit that there's a lot of luck yeah. in there, you know, right place, right time. One that I would also have some, you know, I guess I would say with caution, but, um, it was really one of the bigger podcasts of 2022 for the kind of the Christian community was the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Yes. And it's the story of one church up in Washington, the state of Washington, and how it grew to be this really big church overnight almost, and then collapse. It no longer exists. Yeah. Um, and it's a painful story to listen to because there's parts of it that just feel like, uh, that could be me. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, it's like watching kind of a dysfunctional family that you're a part of. Yeah. And so that part's painful, but it's also, I think, super healthy and good for us to examine ourselves and yes. even ask hard questions. And that's what exactly. the podcast really does is it's, it's picking on one church, but it's also kind of saying, Hey, this can happen at big or small churches. Yeah. He does have like, he'll kind of pull back and like talk about the, mm-hmm. like the bigger church rather than just Mars Hill or Mark, yeah. Mark Driscoll. So yeah, I, I agreed that that was really helpful. I don't know. It depends. Like you have to, I wouldn't listen to that if you feel like you could be like super emotionally affected by stuff about the church or something like it. It's have like some trauma. Yeah. If that's like hard for you about like any kind of abuse of authority, stuff oh, like that. Cause yeah. it's, it's probably primarily an abuse of authority is like, you know, sure. anyway, like yeah. what's, what seems like that at least. Mm-hmm. That's so, a good caution. Um, but yeah, it was very helpful and interesting. Okay. I'm just gonna do one last one. Then okay. We move on from this topic, but <laughs> you'll laugh at this, but it's called where's the joy. <laughs> uh, so where's the joy in that is the podcast and uh-huh. they'll have it just a different thing. Like right now it was like, where's the joy in Christmas? They did like mm-hmm. a, where's the joy in, um, they did like, where's the joy in, they did like the first five books of the Bible. Where's the joy in Genesis? Where's the joy in Exodus? Like, uh, all that, but they'll just do different topics. Like, That's cool. um, and so like, where's the joy in going to therapy, like, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. So 
they just talk about and, and it's funny because it's just like the guys in Ren Collective, these two Irish guys that just like just good to listen to. Right? Yeah, they yeah the, the accent, but just like their like manner, they're kind of got like a sassy manner about themselves. So I like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. So since we were a podcast, thought it'd be cool to do a little bit of our top list on yeah. top list of podcasts. Do you have a a one that you think that we should that we should talk about list? How, what about sermons you've ever heard? Oh, we mentioned maybe that one. Is that going to mm. be hard? Well, you go first. Now give me like a second to kind of categorize. All right. I think <clears throat> there was one that Mike Erie gave on marriage all around mm. the chuppah. Mm. And um, the chuppah is this like covering that is over a Jewish marriage. And um, and how it was like it symbolizes the 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 glory and presence of God hovering mm. over the temple and hovering over God's people, but then hovering then in the marriage covenant, when the covenant is being made between the man and woman, that the mm. chuppah is there um, to symbolize God's covering and his presence and power over them. Mm. And like um, kind of went into like the Jewish marriage and how that works. And then like helping people like kind of renew their, their marriage vows, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So it was like a really cool, um, sermon like kind of around marriage and mm. um, I actually like stole bits of it um, mm. for a sermon we did here once at Calvary I too. remember that yeah yeah um, so I just remember that like was like impactful for me and mm -hmm. I really like that Mike Erie who um, is used to be at Rock Harbor and Mariners mm -hmm. and now has moved to like back Midwest somewhere yeah um, yeah huh. so that was cool yeah that is good I remember that too um, uh, it's hard for me to categorize a sermon I've been blessed to sit under a lot of pretty gifted teachers that mm, just mm -hmm. love Jesus, love the scriptures, mm, yeah. Dan Kimball in Santa Cruz, mm. Chip Ingram, <laughs> if you've heard that name, uh, was the pastor when I was in high school at the church I grew up in, David Mitchell here at Calvary, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else I've sat under. Um, hmm, um, <laughs> Eric P. Wakeling. Yeah. Can you remember one <laughs> sermon I gave? God joy. <laughs> Actually, uh, one of the most significant sermons oh, that I've sat under you in okay. was way back in our youth ministry days. What? So you you came into our high school ministry and yeah. did like a four week series on spiritual warfare. Oh yeah. Based on Ephesians six. Yeah, yeah. And it was powerful oh, for cool. the students, but for me. Just Dang. to think through some of that unseen realm stuff. I should find those I, notes. I, <laughs> I mean, this was 20 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time happened, ago. That's I remember being really, really moved by that, that, that whole sermon series. It's so hard to think of like sermons that you've heard. I know. Like, ever. That's a challenge. Like I was even just sitting here trying to think of like, oh, what's the best Diddy sermon I've heard? Because I've heard like a lot of good ones by Dave Mitchell. Sure. And then, oh, what's the best Matt Doan sermon? You know, but it's like, right. ah. I'd probably say this last Sunday, right? Oh, yeah. It was a good one this last Sunday. I loved it. It was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that verse, though. <laughs> verse. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm it not going to give you a great topic. answer on a specific sermon on this one. I yeah, can't. yeah, yeah. This is hard. I'm sorry. It's a hard topic. Um, I was trying to think of, like, ones. I really. It's hard because, like, I really liked... And I, I told people at Calvary that I was using some stuff from this Tim Mackey sermon I mm -hmm. heard on prayer. Oh, yeah. Who I love Tim Mackey, who's like the Bible Project guy. Yeah. But then even like parts of that sermon he gave, I totally disagreed with some stuff he yeah. said. Like I strongly disagreed with a few things he said in that uh, sermon. Uh -huh. So it's like I don't just, I can't just like 
full bore be like, yes, this Endorse is awesome it. endorsement, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting? Huh. If you were to say catalog your sermons yeah. and pick out, let's say five that you felt, oh, these I think would be the most impactful for someone. Yeah. And I mean, t- kind of take out your own ego or anything like that. Like, right, but right. But just like, no, I think these sermons would help somebody. Gosh, can I You know what's that? funny though? I, know. I bet um, our church or whoever listened to it would, would almost pick ones you're not guessing as oh, the most yeah. impactful yeah, because yeah. it's ultimately, it's the Holy Spirit like leading yes. them and working on them in the right time in the right place. Cause I've had, I mean, I think every preacher has this great story of like, oh, I just didn't deliver the sermon I wanted to give today. Yep, and then yep. someone's like, that's the best sermon I've yep. ever heard you give. Exactly. But it's like, oh, exactly. that had nothing to do with me. It was exactly. all about where they were and where God wanted to meet them that day, <laughs> <laughs> which is so humbling. It's like at some so level, true. we try to be excellent. We try our best, but ultimately it's God just yep. doing what he wants to do. 100%. I've talked about like, okay, this around, you know, people say, because a lot of people talk about like, get they refer to sermon as like being fed you know and so even then let's say okay let's take that like if it's about food or if it's about something that's intaking so i'm i'm going to be nourished by it but it doesn't mean i remember every meal i've had that i've been nourished by so like think about can you name like the meals you had this year or Mm -hmm. like go back to july what meals did you eat in july (laughs) you know and you're just like unless you were traveling or something Mm -hmm. you probably can't remember or unless you're traveling or unless probably they're the same meal that you tend like your family kind of always like makes every week or whatever i i can test me oh boy i know because you just have cereal every day no just test me okay what'd you have uh in june mid-june what was your you gotta give me a specific date oh june 14th lasagna Do, do another one. June 21st. Turkey burger. Okay. So this is like, ask me this sermon, <laughs> the, my favorite sermon I heard in, in March <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. It was on the Lord's prayer or it was on, is I just make up stuff? I love that. No, but seriously though. So like you, you don't remember what those meals yeah. were, but if you didn't eat those meals, yeah, you might not be alive. Mm-hmm. You might, you wouldn't have been nourished by those meals. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, sometimes those sermons, let's say mm-hmm. you, you maybe don't remember that sermon, but you needed them to be nourished yeah. to be alive. Oh yeah. And we have to remember that the Christian like faith, we are not like, uh, we are not dependent on the sermon right. for our spiritual growth. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, um, yeah. I almost think of like a Lego set too. If this, if I'm going to talk this out, we'll mm. see if it lands anywhere. Okay. But like you're putting together every brick by brick and you're kind of building something. I feel like the Lord uses sermons to kind of put some of the bricks of our sanctification, our spiritual life together. Now, you might not say like, oh, that fourth brick up third row over is the most important one. But at some level, it's still building your house. It's still building that. Do you follow that? I totally follow that. That's really good. That's really good. The point is build Legos. Build Legos. Okay. (laughs) Let's all build Legos. (laughs) Okay, what's like, do you have any other top lists that we should do? Um, let's see. We already did movies, I guess, in a previous episode. Yeah, we did movies and books. We did movies and books. Um, let's see, what would be a good one? Favorite. Let's do like animals, just animals you like. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, you don't want to do animals? All right, what do you got one? All right, let's just combine dogs. No, that's not even close to the best animal. <laughs> what? 
That's dumb. That's the worst answer you ever said. What would be the best animal? Tiger, lion, <laughs> elephant. Oh, you're cheetah. talking about like, like oh, best best animals, not are, domesticated animal, but like no, just best animals that exist. Well, then there's way better than <laughs> what? If, let's get into Wolverine. A Wolverine could Wolverine's dominate cool. a tiger. Oh wait, are we talking about fighting? <laughs> I wasn't talking about fighting. Okay, okay. Top top five best fighting animals. You've you, honey badger. Honey badger. Honey badger number one by far. YouTube honey badger. Okay, and you'll see them fighting cobras, fighting mm-hmm. lions. I'm going to do a great white shark. It's going to eat your honey badger in one bite. <laughs> you can't, honey badger can't swim in the water. It's going to get defeated. Okay. But... I'll, I'll say, <laughs> you know, what would defeat your shark is a mosquito with malaria. Oh, oh, I like that. That's a different angle. It's like an Ant-Man kind of angle. <laughs> All right. That's done. Let's not talk about that anymore. All right. What else you got? Do you want to do games? Do you want to do events in history? Do you want to do music? You want to do people, sports? Five There's all sorts. People? Yes. <laughs> no, different kinds. We could do different kinds of people. Five best pastors of Calvary Church of all time. <laughs> just kidding. All like anybody that's ever been on staff. We'll Five favorite rank. missionaries. No, <laughs> Five favorite missionaries of all time. Oh. No, I'm just kidding about that part. But, yeah. Um, all right. Let's do foods. Okay. Uh, food is a good, yep. a good one. Fast foods. Uh. I'm not a big fast food guy. Okay. But okay. we could do fast food if you no, want. No, you could just do favorite foods. Okay, favorite. Fa- Might be fast food. Favorite meals at restaurants for under $20. Oh. Okay. 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 So my number one meal that I think is awesome to eat out is chicken parmesan. <laughs> I love chicken parm. Just anywhere? <laughs> anywhere. I don't care where, man. Chicken parm's so good. It could be at a... Prison cafeteria, it could be anywhere. It's, it's probably going to be good even at a prison. That's the thing about chicken parm. It's versatile. It's going to be good everywhere. <laughs> you've like, ever bitten into it, though, and it's like not cooked in the middle? It's like frozen still? Oof. No, I actually have not had that. Okay. I'd be sad. I'd be kind of bummed me out if that happened. But I haven't <laughs> eaten in a lot of prison yards. <laughs> but chicken parmesan, dude, it's a great meal. That is a good meal. Okay, go. You. Um, well, I love the tostada from Cafe Rio. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Like, it's $13. I, Dude, I get that a lot. Put the barbacoa on it. Oh, I did the shredded chicken. Yeah. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. That's like one of the things I eat probably most in the world is yeah. that, that thing you Well, just there's said. one by your house, right? Right by my house. So yeah. close to my house. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, this is good. Okay. Sunny's Burrito Jalapenos. Whoa. Sunny's Burrito is a carne asada burrito, but it has carne asada, mm-hmm. rice beans, cheese, mm-hmm. and it has their Colorado sauce, which is kind of like the red sauce Ooh, I've never on had the that. inside. Yeah. Good. Meat, wow. good. Rice, good. All of it, good. Wow. Sunny's Burrito. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, That's so hard, so hard off the top. <laughs> I know. You gave me like an hour, I'd come up with something. <laughs> um... I'll say you can't go wrong with a double double from In and Out. Oh, double double, so good. Yeah, especially with the one down the street. That's right. All right, Santuca ramen. Okay, <laughs> salt ramen. Salt ramen with the with extra. You get the double pork from Santuca, which is in the Mitsua Market off Culver in the mm-hmm. Five. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite ramen place. It's a place called Santuca. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's the best ramen. <laughs> awesome meal. Boom. Crushed. Uh, okay. I think we got our five. Oh, you. Let's uh, move oh, on. You give up. Let's move on. I'm just giving great recommendations it, to people. No, this is great. I like pho at, um, I forget what's that place called. Down the street from Calvary. It's like, 
Asian noodle house or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just on uh, Tustin Avenue. Mm-hmm. The pho there is super good. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Off the boat. Off the boat, good. yes, very See, good. I, we're crushing this food list. <laughs> well, if you don't give me a good list, then I'm just gonna gonna have to. Well, just... I thought you had the list in your book. I know, but I don't like any of those other things. <laughs> I think I was in a weird mood. It was like top five best guest speakers of all time at Calvary. Top five most divisive topics at Calvary. <laughs> <laughs> top five eligible bachelors. <laughs> top yeah, five. I forgot about that one. Top five rooms to meet in at Calvary. We oh. can do that. Top five rooms to meet in. To have like a church meeting in okay. at Calvary. How about we'll do this? We'll do like a draft. A so, draft. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Top. Okay. A, a rooms to meet in at Calvary draft. Yes. And you you get three. I get three. Okay. okay so it'll, we'll just do six total. So okay. you can draft first. Okay. Go. <laughs> now, many people probably haven't seen this redone room, but it's oh, man, awesome. Get my room up. It's the loft, oh, which is yes. in C200. <laughs> Yes. And it's um, it's in the C building yes. um, in the middle of campus upstairs. If you get a chance to speak your head in there, it's beautiful. It's just redone this year. Yep. It's where mostly our fourth, fifth, fourth, graders, fifth meet. graders meet. Yeah. So that is an epic room. Okay. So you first picked the loft. I thought you were going to pick this room that, you know, now I'm going to say, which is called the pastor's study. Yes. And it is a sort of a secret room because it's like a room for pastors to study in, but we would let other people study in. Yeah. Hence the name. And, uh, but yeah, anybody that's studying for, you know, a teaching thing here at Calvary can come and use it. I took Stan Payton in because he teaches in a couple of different life groups, encouragers specifically. And, uh, and he was like showing them the books and there's tons of books, good kind of comfy seating, a good Mm -hmm. table to work at, a little coffee station. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Pastor oh, study. That one's off the table, huh? Yeah. So, loft, pastor study, done. Okay. So, number three overall pick, I'm going to do underground. The so, whole thing? The whole. I just claimed the, claim the whole underground. underground. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know what else I'm going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, if, you, if you haven't been in the underground, yeah, talk about the underground. Yeah. Underground's bit. awesome. It's where our middle school, our high schoolers, occasionally college students, our Hispanic ministry students meet. It's a great spot. Um has a small room if it's about 70 people, a big room that fits about 150, and then a common area with like games and, and then a little offshoot little meeting area too. I know I'm not describing it very well, but it's it's really nice. I'm not even listening because I'm trying to think about what I'm going to oh. say. Okay. Well, you got the obvious ones. The obvious ones? Fellowship. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not picking those. Those are trash. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... The prayer room. Ooh. Just go for more secrets, like more like yeah. hidden rooms. Yeah. The prayer room is if you've not been, if you're looking at the stage, if you're sitting in the seats of the worship center, looking at the stage mm-hmm. to the right, past the little prayer point to the right mm-hmm. is a little room called the prayer room. Uh-huh. And it can fit about 15, 20 people in there. Yeah. And it's got some kind of comfy seating, a little yep. different lighting. Yeah. It's a good little spot. All <laughs> right. I'm going to pick for my four, fifth overall pick. And last pick, I believe, right? I did one, three, five. Did you get three? I did one, three, five? Yeah, yeah, I did one, three, five. Yeah. Um, Is I'm going to do, there's a little spot when you come out of the worship center and you're in that courtyard and you go right. We've just built some benches right there. Oh, yeah. And to the left of it's our penny fountain where you can throw in pennies that go to our VPS penny project. Yes. Into the A building. It's a great little spot. We've had a men's. Bible study meeting there on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. and they really love that they put a fire put there at fire pit there at times. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool little spot. Ooh, that was clutch. We haven't named that spot yet. I want to name it the Wakeling 
No. Wayfair. No, 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 <laughs> never, never. From never. now on, that's what it's going to be Can called. Can you imagine? No. Um, the wake, the wake clean, um, what do you call the whaling wall? <laughs> it's a wake clean whaling wall. That's what it is. Oh, boy. And uh, thanks for listening to the Calvary Light. No. <laughs> um, no, okay. So for my last one, uh, let's see. I am going to go with the worship center. <laughs> oh, I'm guys, dying. I'm sorry. I'm dying. Eric, pray sick. for my voice. Yes. Uh, no, uh, actually, I like the worship center lobby. I'm going to yeah. go with the worship center lobby. Yeah, it's a great. I spot. really like the worship center lobby. I yep. think it's a nice little place. We've done some alpha courses in there. Some yeah. different meetings. Yeah. I have some good memories of alpha course yeah, in there back in the too. day. Me too. All right. So okay, I have a new topic. Okay. New topic. And then uh, let's have this be the last one. Okay. Okay. Um, just favorite memories Calvary wise <laughs> in 2022. In 2022. <sighs> okay. I'm going to say my number one, that this doesn't mean uh, I'm ranking it as the best. It's the first mm-hmm. one I'm thinking of is our, our, was it, it was our grazie, uh, mm-hmm. our thank you event to our volunteers mm-hmm. that we had mm-hmm. um, just recently. My mind's blurring together because we just had, we had one in May and one in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but it's just like such an awesome like event of like thanking people. And it's fun to just serve them and like yeah. kind of walk around and hang out with like the people that serve here at Calvary. Totally. I, I actually really enjoy that night. Yeah. It's a really good, good night. night. Yeah. I would say, um, I think it was day four of VBS. Oh, nice. I was in the missions rotation with Oleg Rutke and his oh, wife nice. Marina. They're just so passionate for God. And the kids were loving them. They had built the relationships over the course of the week and just kind of just observing on the wall, flying the wall, just kind of watching Oleg do his thing and then encourage our, all of our Calvary kids. It was just like such a cool moment. I was yeah. like, oh, I want to remember this. And now I am. That's, kind uh, of, that's cool. Yeah. All right. I got one that's kind of like sounds, it's, it's like very different. I went just a couple weeks ago and hung out with a, uh, a men's life group called Romeo hmm. that meets, they eat out to breakfast and they call it, um, they call it Romeo, which stands for retired old men eating out. <laughs> <laughs> and I just hung out with these dudes for a couple hours and it was yeah. just like a good time hanging out with just like men at Calvary and just yeah. talking about some, one of the guys like shared like, like a family issue and we kind of like discussed it out, like mm. what people thought and stuff. And mm-hmm. it was cool. It was just a good time together. Yeah. That's cool. I enjoyed hanging out with some like old dudes, some yeah. self-described old dudes, you know, some people would call us old. Well, that's true. I first, I thought it was really old men eating, like you know, eating out at restaurants, <laughs> but it was retired old men, not really old. Let's want to start calling it. I know exactly. Uh, another good memory that sticks out to me again, not in order, but just yeah. kind of just jumps out in my mind is George Spiker's memorial service. So George uh, attended here at Calvary with his uh, awesome wife Barbara. Barbara is part of our Operation Christmas Child um, boxes that we do every holiday season, Christmas season, and. Uh, We've been actually honestly praying for George for many years to come to know Christ. He would come yeah. to church with his wife, Barbara, was open to it, wasn't against Christianity, but didn't really want to talk about yeah. where he stood. Um, it was just like that was kind of like a wall up for him. Mm. But at his memorial, I didn't know this, but at his memorial, um, it was disclosed by one of his friends that he had accepted Christ awesome. in his cancer battle. And to me, yeah. it was just such a cool moment of like, whoa, there's been so many of us praying for him, yeah. praying for Barbara, and then to to hear the name of Jesus proclaimed at his memorial service, and then to hear that he had accepted Christ was 
just such a cool thing. I mean, I'm sure you've been part so of services cool. like that too, yes. right? It's like oh, so just good. incredible. So that yeah. was a highlight. That was in our chapel. That's huge. Um, my next one, I actually heard from Barbara. That was like amazing. Yeah. Like she was saying how it was such an amazing time. Um, let's see. My next one would be the Israel trip I led. Hmm. So we went back to Israel for the first time since COVID shut things down yeah. back in February and uh, had an awesome little group. And it was yeah. a small group of people in an uncrowded Israel. And uh, it was just an incredible like time of growth and hmm. and just bonding with some cool people yeah. you know, on these trips. Yeah. 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 Love it. And then one more for me was um, you led us through a prayer time. I think that was maybe the f- last Sunday in January where we gathered in small groups within the worship oh, yeah. service, prayed for each other. And then we actually went out into the courtyard and broke up into zip codes mm. and prayed in kind of in neighborhood geographic areas. That was such a cool, it felt like the church being the church and particularly with COVID and all that had taken place, it felt like we were, oh, we're gathering back together. Yeah. So do you remember that? I mean, obviously you remember that Sunday you let it, no, but it was, it was like, huge, it was yeah, so it was really good. Cool it Sunday. was so good. And it felt like people were really doing like the prayer, the listening prayer yeah. stuff, like just really getting into it. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great time of just like real experiential mm-hmm. time with the Lord. Um, we really yeah. like want to just have like good experiences with God and not just knowing about God. Um, now my last one that I would say, just cause it's kind of on brand would be our Christmas tree lighting. We just mm, had, so yeah. love our Christmas tree lighting. It's just for me, it's like such a fun celebration of like, it's kind of like what we talked about Christmas day. It's a fun mm-hmm. celebration of Jesus and of the family here at Calvary, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like gathering and the family of our community. I love how like, we're starting to like draw in some more of the community into yeah. that, having the mayor come and like just welcome everybody. Maybe we really can become Santa Ana Christmas. Like yeah. we want to be Santa Ana Christmas. Yeah, for sure. So we are grateful. Matt and I both are grateful. I'll speak for him just for yeah. you being part of this podcast. We've had a bunch of podcast episodes this year, except for that three month little uh, break in the middle for my sabbatical, but we appreciate you for listening. We genuinely do. Thanks for taking the time. It's really cool when people talk to us about like, Hey, we've, we love listening to your guys' banter and to like the serious stuff. Like it can be both helpful and just funny. So we want, we hope that that's, that's kind of what we want. We want it to be like encouraging, helpful in your relationship with the Lord. And we also wanted to just have fun while doing it. So hopefully it has been that way for you just to encourage you, please. We want that interaction. So if that's just coming and chatting with us, like you would normally, or if that's emailing podcast at calvarylife.org, we actually really do love it. So please do it. Any other kind of end of the year thoughts there, Don, before we close this out? Just a privilege to walk with all of you through uh, 2022 and looking forward to continuing that in 2023. 100%. Thanks so much. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.